Shalom Haverim. It's a few minutes before eight. I thought that I would go live a few minutes before eight o'clock. Just not quite sure about timing and people joining and when people join. So I thought, and I, I think I'm going to move my light a little closer to me. Okay, not sure it made, made that much of a, a difference. Thank you for joining me this evening. Shalom Chavirim. It's very sad, it's unfortunate that the events around us... No, I'm, I am not in Israel, I'm in D.C., the nation's capital. That the Things haven't changed, maybe even have deteriorated a little bit. We all need to come up with strategies for dealing with what's going on in the Middle East. However, Prior to what's going on now, we had Ukraine, we had American politics. There's always been things going around us. Uh, the level has been ratcheted up. And someone just said to invite them to come live with me and Certainly, please, uh, Harris, send an email, rabbiblock.hotmail.com, and we'll arrange to meet in my Zoom room, and we can talk about being, uh, being live together next Wednesday. So I'll be glad to talk with you, certainly. You know, news is really, really funny. Not, I don't mean funny ha-ha. I mean the goal of news Again, someone else my lifeline just 
and asked to, to come on live and <clears throat> say the same thing. Please send me an email, rabbiblock at hotmail.com. We'll meet in my Zoom room and we'll discuss how we can do this together. I'm, uh, that's fine with me. I'm open. I'll be glad to do that next week. To the news has become very, very graphic. And also here on TikTok, people are posting. It's gruesome. It's really gruesome. The, the news sometimes it informs, but the news is looking for people to watch advertisers to get their ratings up. And so often the news puts things on that either shouldn't be on or should only be on for a short time. But I'm not here to criticize news. That's what the news does. Somebody posted on TikTok a dialogue from MASH. Hawkeye is talking to Father Mulcahy and said they keep saying war is hell, war is hell, war is hell. And so Hawkeye turns to Father and says, who's in hell? And Father says, sinners and people did bad things, etc., etc. And then Hawkeye says, that's why war, or, that's why war is worse than hell because of the innocent bystanders. Hell doesn't have innocent bystanders. There are only specific people there. And this idea that it's my land, so get off my land, go find your own land, I think we have to talk about real politics, about there, there are Palestinians, there are Israelis, Israel is a country, Palestine should be a country. And, um, but that's not my idea for the topic this evening. Um, somebody else just asked me if they, they, to invite them to come on live. And again, what I said earlier, be glad to. Send me an email. I'll send you a link to my Zoom room and we'll meet. We'll talk about how we're going to do this. Be glad to have you on. Not a problem. The question that we want to focus on this evening is how do we handle what's going on? And what are these events doing to me, uh, me and you? What's happening to us when we watch what's going on and when we become emotional, which makes perfect sense? And the truth lies somewhere in between. Neither side is good, neither side is right. Palestinians, Hamas is not good. I want to make a statement. Neither is Iran, neither is Hezbollah. But the Palestinian people are not bad people. Israelis are not bad people. And we want to keep focusing on what is all of this doing to me? 
What is it doing to my behavior? What is it doing to my thought? How do I treat other people as a result of all these things going on around me? All our hearts are broken for everyone involved. Remember what Hawkeye said to Father in MASH? War is worse than hell because hell doesn't have bystanders, bystanders and innocent people. And to ask about crimes and killing, that's why Hawkeye said that. Because war brings out the worst in human beings, beyond the worst, beyond the worst. The question we want to ask ourselves, we're not combatants, we're not living in the, I'm not living in the Middle East, maybe some of you are, because TikTok is around the, the world. And as I've mentioned before, I believe in, in a Palestine, a free state that recognizes the rights of Israel to exist, of Egypt to exist, and I compare it to the United States with Mexico and Canada. We don't take issue with our neighbors, they don't take issue with us. And we're not invading, we're not attacking, no one's throwing missiles, no one's kidnapping, no one's murdering. So, uh, but that's not our purpose to solve something that we're not in a position to solve. I want us to focus on what is this doing to us? What is it doing to me? How do I relate to other people? When I go into a grocery store, when I, I go outside, when I walk into one of the malls, and I see individuals that I know are from various countries around the world. Am I treating them with the respect they deserve? Just this last week, someone stabbed to death a woman who was president of her temple because she was Jewish. Someone else shot and killed a young Muslim boy who was Muslim. It's not solving anything. Truly, it's not helping anything. We need to stop and do an inventory and think to ourselves, what is this doing? How am I going to respond to the events around me? Is it helpful that I post graphic scenes or hate messages? Is it appropriate that I constantly watch over and over and over? Is it appropriate that you post things that are obscene that TikTok has to block out because it's against the policy? Does that help you? Do you feel better by saying those things? It's a sad reflection on your spirituality on your religious beliefs when you um, hurl obscenities at me. Why? For what purpose? Is it going to change the reality? Is it going to change? You want to change my thinking? Let's have a conversation. Again, send me an email. We'll meet in my Zoom room. We'll talk. 
You've heard my positions before. Um, it's horrendous. So look at what it's doing to those of you who are hurling expletives at me. Do you feel better? Now, I don't know how many of you know a little bit of my own history. Let me tell you. I retired about 10 years ago from the Veterans Administration. I was a chaplain for 40 years at one of our psychiatric hospitals. So for 40 years, I was in a psych hospital. The first 20 years were in neuropsychiatry, and the second 20 were as an addictions chaplain. Mm -hmm. And I worked with our veterans from all our wars. And it's sad, and you can't let yourself be sad, because you can't help someone when you feel sad, or you're annoyed with them, or you're frustrated because some of you out there are hurling expletives at me. Are you, those of you hurling these expletives, are you a credit to Muhammad? Is this what Muhammad would be proud of? Would Jesus be proud of you? Would Moses be proud of you? You say you're a servant of Allah, and yet Allah called Jews people of the book. He respected the Jewish people, and yet you're hurling expletives. And but I'm not sure, but having been in psychiatry for so long, I understand anger, I understand frustration, I want to reflect back, how is this helping you? Please, stop with the expletives and tell me how this language, this is helping you deal with what's going on around us. I'm not disagreeing that it's unfair. I'm not disagreeing that it's unjust. It, it, it's absurd. War is ridiculous. Take Vietnam. Vietnam is now one of the prime vacation spots in the known universe. Yet how many Americans and Vietnamese died fighting a war with each other? A lot of lives would have been saved had Hilton opened up some resorts and Levi's opened up a store. But that's not what happened. People lost body parts, people lost family. Vietnam was horrendous. And we watched it on the news. We watched babies being killed, babies being burned. I watched it on television. And I met with our veterans who watched their comrades tortured in prison by the Vietnamese. And Vietnam is now a garden vacation spot. And people who go there say it's wonderful. The Vietnamese people are terrific. Hmm? We fought a war. Horrendous. Ter terrible. Terrible. And your expletives keep coming. Costco bubbly water. How is 
how does this make you feel? Do you feel better hurling these things at me? Um, accusing Jews of doing things? Do you feel better? Okay. Please, I'll be glad to talk with, to meet with any of you. Just send me an email. We'll go to my Zoom room. Mm-hmm. What's my goal? Is my goal to be angry? Is my goal to be annoyed? Or do I want to be able to understand what's going on, to be sensitive, and to keep my balance? I'm not a victim. I don't pretend to be a victim. No. Some of the things going by really fast. Correct your title, the bad. I should have taken out and put in, put in me. No, I'm you. You're me. No. Mm-mm. How are you going to handle? How are you handling? Good days, bad days. Someone just had a real honest question. It just disappeared. I'm I'm reading these. My purpose, uh, I'm not happy with Israeli politics. I'm not, I don't approve of what's been going on in a lot of governments. Mm -hmm. But that's not my job, my position. That's not yours either. None of you are diplomats. None of you out there are in a position to change policy. Hmm? What I've observed throughout history is that terrorism and violence never has a good outcome. Never has. And in war, everybody loses. Particularly the innocent bystanders. The biggest losers are those not involved in the conflict. The citizens of the country, the, the average Palestinian is getting the brunt, being punished for what Hamas wants to do, what Hezbollah wants to do, and evidently what some of you think should be done. I don't know. But I, I would like to hear some of you put in the questions or the comments, how are you handling what's going on? Instead of hurling, I don't know, accusations and expletives and questions at me, how are you handling this? And someone just asked me why I'm fabricating things. Uh, I don't understand. Hmm. The, Moses was a, a, a 
the word diplomat may not have applied. Moses is considered a teacher and a prophet. Remember, Moses is considered a prophet by Islam. Judaism, we consider Moses both a prophet and a teacher. One of the things that we can do is seek out individuals of other religions, other faiths. There are churches, synagogues, and mosques throughout the United States, England and Europe, but I'm mainly talking about the United States, it's, this is where I live, and I'm most familiar with the United States. I'm a Zionist with a small z, and the person that asked that question probably has no idea what that answer means, and probably doesn't understand the history of Zionism, that it isn't one monolithic, monolithic group. I'm not a political Zionist. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not. I'm a cultural Zionist. And I'm not sure you understand the answer. But again, be glad to talk with you. Send me an email. We'll discuss it. One of the things that we can do is seek out individuals from other faith groups, other nationalities. Several Sikhs in our area have been beaten up. Why? Because someone in their ignorance and anger wanted to take out their hostility on a Muslim, not realizing they were Sikhs, not Muslims. That's part of the sad thing. I think Hawkeye was spot on when he said that war is worse than hell because it's the individuals, the innocent, that bear the brunt. And as I've mentioned before, um, an independent Palestine that recognizes the rights of Israel to exist and the rights of Egypt to exist, other countries, and then doesn't become a sanctuary for terrorists, I'm all for that. And I'm all for Israel to stop a lot of things it's doing. But I'm not in that position. So instead of asking me those questions, what about how am I going to talk with my Muslim friends, my Christian friends? So we want to start by asking ourselves, what's my goal? Do I really want serenity and peace? Um, what is it I'm looking for? Then, we need to find a way to express our feelings and emotions. You certainly can march and parade. You certainly can protest. That's all appropriate. Any nonviolent. However, I draw the line at remarks that would incite so someone then stabs someone because they're Jewish, shoot someone because they're Muslim, attack someone who's a Sikh having no idea that they're not Muslims. And I think a lot of what you, you're saying and a lot of what's posted on TikTok does exactly that. It really hurts other people. It doesn't help create a Palestine. It doesn't justify anything 
In fact, if your goal is a free Palestine, that's your goal, then I suggest you start working towards it. Not by posting, not by accusing, not by threatening, not by posting expletives. That's not going to get to the goal you're stating. However, working with the American Jewish community, working with rabbis like myself, working with Christian pastors who support and acknowledge the state of Israel, that's how you're going to get Palestine. So, I want to challenge you back again. If your goal truly is some of the things you're saying, what you're doing will not get you there. It's not working. And it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked in 40 years. 50 years. 70 years. It hasn't worked. Why do you continue to do what doesn't work? Posting and making these statements hasn't worked in 70 years. I would suggest, and I'll work with you, let's work together. Let's work to create a Palestine. Let's do that. Now, I'm not starting the club. You send me an email and let's get together and, and let's come up with a plan. Hmm? I'm waiting for you. However, all these expletives and everything else, kind of fun, isn't it? I kind of like that. R reminds me of um, when my children were little in a high chair and they used to like to throw things off the high chair and look down where it went. It was sort of fun. Lots of things children do is sort of fun. No goal, no purpose, but there's sort of fun with what's going on. I'm trying to read what's going on. The idea of Tikkun Olam is healing the world, very noble. I want us to focus on healing ourselves so that we can be good neighbors and good friends. We can get along with each other. And that requires us to look at our goals and values and our actions. Our, are our actions getting us to our goals and do they support our values? And sometimes we let our emotions get away with us and they, they reign over us. And we get ourselves in trouble because we let our emotions make our decisions. So let's, let's stop and see where we are in our emotions and feelings. And that raises a curious question, something about all social media. Social media is a bulletin board, a place where we can post things. It's kind of, it really is. It, it's nice. However, by banners and by statements, it's hard to understand what the in, what you are posting. What are you saying? What is what are you thinking? What are you feeling about this? Mm -hmm. Sitting the other day and reading a lot of material and I would like to offer a prayer if you will 
Malka Dialma, guardian of the universe, listen to the cry that rises from Israel and Palestine, from your human family torn by violent conflict. Each of us has been created in the image of the divine and worthy of dignity and respect. Give peace in the land so we can grow in your image. May world leaders have the wisdom to see beyond the boundaries of race, religion, and nation to that common humanity that makes us all your children, brothers and sisters, to one another. Some have taken up arms in anger or revenge or even in the cause of justice. May they see that the path of peaceful dialogue and constructive collaboration leads to their goals. The innocent who live in the shadow of war and terror, especially the frightened children, need shelter, need hope, they need strength that only we can give. Malka Dialma, spread your wings of healing over the victims of human cruelty and open wide your arms and enfold them all in the embrace of your compassion and healing. The need is great, the hour is short. Rather than criticizing and hurling expletives, it's time for us to embrace each other because we truly are brothers and sisters. And if we're going to get through this, it's because we're going to help each other, not antagonize each other, not accuse each other, but rather with compassion and understanding. We'll talk, we'll embrace, we'll pray. We can have different opinions. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, that's the way it should be. However, we shouldn't let our differing opinions control how we treat each other and what we say to each other in various settings. I look forward to your emails because many of you evidently want to talk to me, and so I'll, I'll respond to you. We can also send comments here on TikTok, but what I discovered is you're limited in the number of words and in, in the when you send me a comment and I respond to it, I'm limited in my answer. That's not very satisfying. And that's not what I'm trained to do as a therapist. You know, in fact, what we've discovered is trying to put things that succinctly many times leads to what we don't really mean to say. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for joining with me, with me this evening. I'll be live again next Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. And I'll continue with my 8 o'clock until I decide not to continue with my 8 o'clock. If you would like me to address a specific question, please email it to me. Um, any way I can be helpful. But I appreciate those of you, those of you who listened to me this evening and stayed through the session. Thank you very much. And I hope I've been helpful in some way. 
and I pray that God's peace and love may spread over everyone and that in our lifetime we will see an end to the blood the bloodshed that's going on in the Middle East right now. Laila Tov. Good night. Lihitraot. I'll see you next week.